to episode 41 I think yeah I think I said we should stop counting but I think we're on episode 41 if not it's episode 41 um, so this is our Misfits uh, bonus episode uh, Misfits being the how did I, like the superhero show the British superhero show on E4 it would be lazy to say that it's the American UK version of Heroes but uh, I think you have no choice to say that mm-hmm. anyway and uh, it's just it's just it's I mean I personally think it's just a lot of love of Heroes I guess and it's just it's just a very British grimy uh, you know. yeah I, I think we spoke about it when we were recording it in one of our previous episodes why it's better than Heroes and stuff like that but I, I mean Heroes it just went horribly wrong I think the first yeah. season was okay and then they, they lost interest themselves so but yeah it's it's very different it's as usual with British shows it has a longer it has a much shorter uh, episode per series uh, I think the first episode season had six yeah and the second had twelve right no the, the second also has six um and then they made a Christmas special um, as a seven, so... Oh, right, right, right. PDS time. Yeah. Yeah, so um, me and uh, Marty had the chance to see a special screening of uh, Misfits at the DFI, and uh, we had a Q&A with the cast and crew and the creator, Howard Overman. Um, so it would, they, they pretty much showed us the first episode um, on a big screen, which was kind of cool. But this is season three, with all that. Season three, indeed. So we didn't want to post anything before, because uh, if we want to talk about it in detail, and we we'll even spoil a few things, and since the show is coming out, the season premiere is tomorrow on E4, um, so Sunday, um, I thought, yeah, let's let's have a chat about it now, and uh, let's just see what our thoughts are about the show. So, um, Marty, I mean, we're both huge fans of the show. I know our uh, our colleague, uh, our friend, friend uh, Ahmed is too. I think he is, right? Yeah, he is. He really likes it. Yeah, anything with superpowers. Uh, but yeah, obviously, because he's in Belgium, he didn't get a chance to go to the FI screening. Um, but I mean, how? That, I mean, I didn't, like, when I started watching the episode, I realized that I hadn't seen the Christmas special. Like, apparently, a lot has happened since then, right? Yeah, a lot has happened since the Christmas uh, special. The Christmas special was, I think, actually a really good way to have a season finale, in fact. Um, the, the the way that it really concluded the Christmas special was that the, the gang had the ability to... Uh, let go of their powers or, or get some new powers out. Uh, and you see the Christmas special ending with, uh, with Lauren Soccer. Uh, she uh, walks towards a guy and, uh, and then the show ends. And uh, he's a, a guy called Elliot who... Uh, no, that's not right. He's not a guy called Elliot. He's somebody else. <clears throat> yeah, he. I mean, he's like, what, a power broker kind of thing, right? He buys and sells powers or something like that. And I think he's probably going to have some sort of backstory in season three. Uh, but yeah, we'll probably... So basically, the gang has changed powers, and we've lost one of the main characters. And did that, was he still there in the Christmas episode, or did he leave, or what happened? No, he was still there. He was oh, still he was. there. Yeah. Okay, so I think there was a web episode, a spe- specific web episode, where you see uh, Robert Sheehan's character, um, who was pretty amazing. I, it's One of the reasons I used to watch it was because of him. He was playing Nathan. Um, and uh, yeah, he's just such a talented actor, man. Uh, but I think he's doing some theater. I've seen his posters around town. Uh, I don't know what he's exactly doing, but um, yeah, he's not part of uh, Misfits season three anymore. And uh, they give him kind of a small throwaway line that he's in Vegas or something like that. Um, and but he has been. Let me just see what he's doing. He's doing theater now. 
He did a movie, um, Killing Bono, which I didn't see, but I was planning to, but I didn't get a chance to. But anyway, I, I know they're doing some sort of theater somewhere in London. Um, and uh, his, uh, so the gang has changed, their powers have changed, and we've got an addition of a new character, uh, Rudy, played by uh, Joseph Gilgan. Um, and he was also present at the Q&A. And uh, actually, he was kind of like, uh, it was almost a one-man show at that time. He was like super excited to be part of the gang and the new cast. Um, so, um, Marty, what did you uh, think of the... We want to talk about the VFI or the screening part? Or we wanna... Yeah, so that yeah let's talk about the screening part before we get into the details of the show. So, at the screening, we had... Uh, uh, oh, these names are hard, man. We had Lauren Socha, Socha, Soka, I don't know how you pronounce it again. Uh, Nathan Stewart Jarrett, uh, who plays Curtis. There was Lauren Soka, who plays uh, Caddy Bailey. And uh, you had uh, Joseph Gilgan uh, playing Rudy. And uh, you also had uh, Ewan uh, Rian, yeah. uh, who, plays, uh, who plays Simon. Yeah, and, uh, and the creator of the show, Howard. Over. Yeah. Uh, so they kind of presented the the season first, and then they answered a few questions from. There was a, a round table kind of right. There was a, the, one of the I think one of the writers was kind of leading the questions. Um, and uh, yeah, I gotta say, Lauren is exactly like a character. No, <laughs> she's uh, she's very much like a character in real life, actually. Um, <laughs> But uh, no, it was uh, it was a fantastic evening actually because the, uh, the 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 cast and the crew were were sat amongst the audience in the uh, in the uh, MIT one screen at the, uh, the British Film Institute. Uh, we had a fantastic chance to see uh, first episode of season three for yeah. many 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 other people in the country, yeah. um, and we were obviously sworn to secrecy as well. Uh, the uh, the producer of the show came on stage, uh, was a little bit paranoid about uh, yeah. about everything, and. Um, and that was that, really. So we actually would have probably spoiled it, but she was really hot, so we, we decided to listen instead. <laughs> but uh, it was it was funny for me because I it was the first time that I was actually because it's uh, it was the first time that I was uh, surrounded by Misfits fans. In a way, you know what I mean? Like it's just a show I watch on TV. I didn't. I wasn't aware there was such a. I, I mean, I know it's successful. I never knew that it had such a following. Um, I agree, actually. I I I was also su- yeah. surprised, but didn't really know why I should have been surprised. Yeah, that there was sort of like hardcore fans. There yeah, yeah, yeah. They sort of knew very intricate yeah. plot details from season <laughs> one and two, and things and like some that. characters that you were like, who who is she talking about? Um, so it was it was really interesting. It was really really good. Um, so it was uh, one of those evenings at the FI that I was really happy. To be. It was also surprising the age gap between the hardcore fans and us. Like, already, like these guys are still in school, and I mean, apparently. Apparently, this is a show that appeals to that demographic, uh, which I kind of always felt that it was a bit too old for. But maybe I don't know shit, you know. Yeah, I, I think it's. I guess it's just too old. Yeah, but, but they were younger, no? They were like a lot of them looked like it's weird. But... Well, maybe because we're not there. Yeah. yeah, I felt weird. Felt weird. <laughs> but yeah, it was a great chance to see um, the cast of two, and uh, they all look like a bunch, fun bunch of gang, a bunch of guys, you know, like uh, pretty down to earth and uh, a good, a good laugh. Uh, and they generally seem like friends, which is also good. Yeah, and uh, Joseph Gilgan and uh, Lauren Soccer actually live together. Uh, yeah, what does not, it, I don't not, know. In a, not in a romantic sense. Yeah, I don't know what that mean, meant but, but, actually. But they do, uh, they do share a flat. I think. They share a flat. Oh, that's sweet. Okay. And uh, Lauren Soccer is uh, quite pregnant as well. 
Oh, was she pregnant? Or oh, I thought she'd already had the baby. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And she also came from her bathtub, apparently. Yeah, I've been. It's funny to really love a show, but because it's not kind of an American property, I'm not like, uh, you know, like there's not that much discussion about it going on. But um, they did mention that there's. It's just understated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if this, with, I mean, it was interesting to hear that they are planning to maybe export it to the US, yeah. which to me is kind of worrying. I don't know how this could really work there. It's risky to do that transfer. Uh, I just where would they put it in like the ghettos of LA or something or like South, like Compton is that what they're doing what, 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 what is the plan I don't know I mean I think the interest the interesting thing about the British one is that the the location for the filming is um, what was a sort of a, a very futuristic uh, or intended to be a, a futuristic sort of um, housing complex uh, that was put up in the uh, I can't remember when it was made but after the Second World War sometimes so it's a bit um, it's, it's very sort of concrete and it was designed to be uh, I can't sort of describe it, but there's sort of a, a big sort of expanse of water, uh, lots of... Um, you mean the community is everywhere? Yeah, where it's actually set. And um, if you watch Misfits and perhaps you're a fan of Stanley Kubrick or um, particularly Clockwork Orange, it's actually where a lot of Clockwork Orange uh, is filmed as well. Really? So when you see at the beginning of the... I think it's near the beginning when the uh, the droogs are walking along yeah. and they push somebody in the water, I think. Well, uh, it's Alex that uh, picks one of the... Yeah, that's actually that's where that's, that's the Thames meat steak. Mm. It looked uh, familiar, and it's exactly the same. It lo- it looked familiar now that I think about it. Now that you said it, okay, okay. Yeah, so they're um, they're exporting, trying to export it to the US. Um, uh, probably not with the same pastime, right? Then. No, I think that's going to be a wholesale pastime. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't. I don't know. I'm worried about that. That I don't know. I mean, like we were speaking yesterday about the office is probably the only like uh, good export that they managed to do, right? Yeah, they failed miserably with uh, transferring. Uh, Absolutely fabulous. Yeah. Um, I think of many other things that they tried. To, skins uh, most recently they tried. Oh, that just failed. Like also because the content was something that American parents were a lot more worried about, and that's what I'm saying. I think um, Misfits is a pretty raw show. I mean, get to see there's even a lot of sex and violence, and kids die, which yeah. I know Americans tend to be a bit more uh, careful about. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's it's pretty. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering how it will look like. Uh, but yeah, so um, anything else that happened in the 2011 Um Other than the fact that uh, Joseph Gilgan is a proper, genuine live wire. Uh, yeah. um, and he, uh, he, not that there was a show to steal, but I mean, the, the questions and sort of answers rapidly sort of all came back to, uh, to Robert Gilgan. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not only taken over Joseph kind of, Gilgan, sorry. he's not only taken over from Robert Sheehan, but he has also taken over kind of the leader position in a way. Like, they all kind of turn to him in a weird way. Sort of the gregarious, yeah. I'll figure out what happens next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Even though he's not necessarily a proper leader. Yeah. It's just the kind of like go-to person. Yeah, and he's only been there probably for two episodes, the Christmas special or the, no, he wasn't in the Christmas special. No, in the Christmas yeah, show. he was in the web episode or something like that, and now he's in here, uh, pretty much taking the lead role. Um, so yeah, that was kind of interesting too. Uh, what, what I one more thing that I found surprising is none of these people are into comic books. Yeah, that was true. Actually, like yeah. even Howard Overman, he's like so. It's funny, like how fans are invested in different timelines and this and that, and it seems like they don't give a shit that much about comic books or any rules. And I think maybe that's what's refreshing about the show. Yeah, they don't necessarily feel. Uh, confined by the, by the unwritten rules of the yeah. comic book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually, you're right. None of them, none of them had any knowledge yeah. really about that. Yeah, it was really good. It, the girl in front of us in the Q and A, she got like she was like sitting in the middle. So uh, 
um, they pass a mic, mic around if you have a question. And so they had to pass the mic to the middle of the row. So it took like 10 minutes to get the mic to her. And then she asked the question, "Do you would you think something about Justice League or Avengers? And nobody had any clue what even any of those words meant. <laughs> it was so hilarious. I felt bad for the girl, man, because she was like, that was the one question she wanted to ask. Uh, and that nobody had like any decent answer for it. It was, uh, it was pretty hilarious. I think the other thing that was quite good about the, uh, the Q&A was that right near the beginning they actually said no questions about what superpower would you want if you could have a superpower. Yeah, that's the question they hate the most. <laughs> because they've been asked that question, I guess, on hundreds of occasions. Yeah. Uh, so that was, that was our fact. So yeah. it was good um, just to sort of see the, see the cast and, and, and see, how they, uh, see how they are in, in reality, I guess, and to know if they've got other, other projects coming up and, uh, and what's going on. And I think the, the thing that I also found was that there was clearly a lot of, uh, a lot of enthusiasm for not just the show itself, but for the writers and the producers and the directors from the cast. And yeah. so it seems like everybody involved in the project is just really into it. Yeah, yeah. It seems like they have a really good time on set, yeah. making each other laugh when they're doing their yeah. lines and things. So um, I, I think that does, that, that does have a good So, okay, let's get started about the season premiere itself. Um, so what did, what, did you, what, did you, what did you think about it? I really liked it. I wasn't sure how it was going to go with uh, Robert Sheets' character not being there anymore. Yeah. Um, but as I think we've mentioned, like, the new guy has uh, firmly, uh, firmly taken over. Yeah. And, and if not, sort of raised the bar maybe a little bit. Up. Yeah. Um, I think some of that's also, it's, it's quite strange because the, the superpower that, that the new guy has, in, in some senses, that, that almost reflects how he is in real life. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's the case for all of the misfits to a certain degree. Um, but yeah, so uh, what happens is we, um, we're we uh, catching up with the gang again. So Robert Chiang's not around anymore. We get introduced to uh, Rudy's character, who is... Um, what is his superpower? He's like... Uh, he kind of splits up his psyche in a... It's like he has a... A double. Like a twin alter yeah. ego. Yeah. But, but it's not just a mental thing. It's also a physical. Yeah. So he, he kind of can clone himself or something like that. And then one is um, his confident self and the other is kind of the doubter or whatever. However, you can say it, like the introvert. Um, and he has a he has a past with the Aisha's character. Um but uh, yeah, uh, but okay. And then the second part is that the gang is kind of back. They're uh, not in community service. We uh, up with them, um, but they're back to their regular lives, right? So um, and they have new new superpowers. So we see um, uh, Curtis is back working in a bar. Um, Simon and Aisha are going out. Um, although I think there's kind of a bit of a struggle again. Not like I mean because she was kind of in love with future Simon, and then yeah, I don't know what happened there. I didn't know, actually understand that they were going out together so uh, maybe that happened in the christmas show again yeah a lot of that a lot of their relationship with, with yeah 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 so yeah so that that's going on with them lauren is now uh <laughs> her new superpower is she's a rocket scientist right uh but <laughs> it's obviously still lauren so nobody really believes that she can create a rocket she everybody thinks she's stolen pants of a rocket that's trying to hawk them off or something like that so uh we get back together with them and then um, we see kind of uh, Rudy uh, interacting with them and kind of them discovering each other and uh, yeah shit kind of so things really just happen in, in sort of true misfit style with uh, I guess a death uh, yeah lots of sex anal apparently <laughs> yeah that's, uh, that, that is that is quite true um, 
But again, I mean, this is gonna be this season is gonna have eight episodes, not six, and uh, this is pretty much the introduction to uh, Rudy. I would say I think that's pretty much yeah. the whole episode. And uh, at the end of the episode, we know that a they have all of them have what kind of superpower they have. I think we figured it out for everybody, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. Curtis has a really shit one. Yeah. Curtis is able to uh, turn himself into a woman version of Curtis, which looks like Curtis. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know where they want to go there with. Uh, um, Aisha has she can put herself in somebody else's shoe. yeah. <laughs> shoes like mentally uh, yeah I guess that's uh, interesting and uh, Simon is pretty much future Simon right yeah. uh, so turning to Ninja Simon yeah. Um, so yeah and at the end of the show they pretty much episode they end up back into the server yeah again in sort of Dreamers style they're yeah. all yeah. back in Phoenix service yeah. with actually the same uh, probation officer as well yeah. who actually has quite a, for a, just a sort of like a side role I think yeah. he's actually quite good yeah yeah he is and plus he survived from that it doesn't happen a lot with me working in this yes that's it um, and uh, yeah so it's it's kind of I, I like that last shot because uh, it's almost like they put their superhero costumes back on you know because yeah. they're it's a show where they they don't want to be superheroes at all you know and uh, they end up being it in a way uh, in a funny way so yeah it's a kind of a cool hero shot they got after that um, but yeah so I mean everybody in the cast is pretty good right and we kind of appreciate all of them now um, yeah absolutely um, I think that's an important point though that you make they're kind of they're not anti-heroes but they're just unheroic reluctant heroes they're, they're reluctant heroes yeah. and their superhero costume is that just an orange boy <laughs> yeah. um, and, and that is that is the sort of superhero yeah. uniform yeah. So, uh, yeah very sort of uh, very low-key kind of superhero yeah and uh, so, I mean, I think there's more, there seems to be, it was quite action heavy too. There was a lot of special effects and everything. I needed to see it. I think the budget's also a bit more than, I, I, I mean, yeah. they're building off the success of the first two seasons. So I think uh, you can see that in the first episode already. And uh, yeah, I hope uh, I hope it does good. They got a few more writers on too. Yeah. Um, and I think they were saying in the Q&A that every episode is going to be centered around one of the characters, which is also something Mr. does really well. Um, although now they have age, uh, so there probably is going to be some sort of overarching. Um, I mean, I think the thing <clears throat> that we've seen with the first two series is that there are maybe sort of series to se- series, sorry, self-contained sort of series storyline. But in season three, I'm hoping that we'll actually have um, maybe just sort of like a longer kind of sort of plot arc. Yeah. Yeah, because there so is... Maybe things will be less kind of like series self-paying. Yeah. They'll have some, I guess we're going to have the theme about Simon being the future ninja. Yeah. But that's going to keep going. But his relationship with Yeah, I guess. Because at the moment, there's no, there's no kind of set goal, I think, for the for the show to sort of aim towards. You know, in many seasons. But he did say, Howard did say he has an idea. But he doesn't know how to get there yet. And, yeah. But also, I don't know if he meant the entire series or just this season. So, yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it's just kind of the things that do British shows do that that much? Like they're, you know, they don't have. I mean, that is then the disadvantage of being so short that you can't have what big storyline that's epic in a way. That's something like The Wire is, you know, like that just was on the five season. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, it's also a very uh, recent development in the way it's done. You know, it used to be this way. 
So yeah, um, yeah. So the the action it's pretty action based. We get the character. Uh, what else? Um, oh, did you do you remember seeing the what's on the next episode thing? I don't. I don't, I don't been, remember the trailer it, enough. Yeah, it's been like three four weeks already for us. We were just kind mm-hmm. of uh, uh, waiting for uh, to post this, so it's kind of not that fresh in our mind anymore. But did this show was a sneak preview of episode two also? Yeah. I think it was a Lauren based episode, wasn't it? I'm really. But I think Lauren wants to change her power slightly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not really happy with her power, but yeah, let's let's see how that goes. So, in any case, uh, Misfits is back from uh, Sunday. So, so Sunday, yeah. Sunday 30th of, uh, of October, E4, e yeah. the UK channel at 10pm. Uh, yeah, then uh, it will definitely be tuning in. And I think for me, like we, we spoke about Pan Am recently, this is, this fits the show I just want to watch straight away. Yeah. So I can't believe I missed out on the Christmas episode. I still need to go back and watch because a lot of it doesn't make sense to get. But um, yeah, really happy it's back. Um, I think uh, uh, although Robert Sheehan will be missed, I think uh, uh, Joseph Gilgan does a great job. So I'm uh, quite excited to have him part of the cast. And uh, just good to see everybody else, you know. I like these characters, and uh, like you said, I am very interested on how Simon will become Future Simon. Or he is Future Simon, I don't even get it anymore. But uh, it's interesting, and uh, it's definitely yeah, something I'm about. Yeah, I mean, I for me, it's, I think, one of maybe only one of maybe only two shows that I'm going to be properly sort of watching in real time. Yeah. I mean, week to week, I'll be setting my... Uh, Setting my recorder for it, um, and the other show, which is also going to be on E4 starter as soon as I got. <laughs> but I, I, I'll talk about that on another occasion. <laughs> anyway, so that was it. Uh, short episode because uh, it, yeah, it's just uh, we only we only see the first episode, so we're not that much talk about it, I guess. And, uh, uh, but we'll definitely be catching up with this throughout the show, and I'm sure uh, Armand will have a few things to say about it. So we'll get chat. So uh, thanks for listening, guys. Um, as always, you can find new episodes on newpodcasting.com or email. Email us at email us at newpodcasting at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter. Uh, thank you for listening. Bye,